So I'm taking my morning walk that I've been taking for the past three weeks while here in the Hamptons. Every morning, I like to think and I like to talk as I walk because for me it's therapeutic. So this morning, I'd like to talk about something very interesting that happened to me yesterday. And please excuse the sounds of passing cars and crickets and the wind beating against the microphone and my excess heavy breathing because I'm power walking. But this is where I get to really debrief, debunk, relax, release. So yesterday, I had the opportunity to do something that really kind of put things into perspective for me because oftentimes we can get lost in living, lost in our dreams, lost in our goals, lost in accomplishments or the journey to accomplish And it's very easy to get lost in just everything happening around you, everything happening within. And sometimes we lose sight of the pit stops that we uh, that we make in our journey. We get lost. Sometimes we lose sight of the uh, the things and the people that we meet alongside our journey, and how significant those interactions are. For example, I never planned to be in the film industry. I never planned to be a part of film festivals. I never planned to be a part of television. I just wanted to be a designer. I wanted to be an artist. As a kid, I was a dreamer and I just wanted to create And a part of me wanting to create was because I really didn't have much. So I was left to my imagination and I would create these worlds and these ideas and these concepts and these alternate lives. uh, Which at that time felt like an alternate life. You know, these lives that I was creating. But in actuality, it was really God giving me ideas and dreams and vision for my life, vision for something that could be, vision for something more than what I had. And I think that's really what vision is. Vision is seeing and imagining more than what you have or that where you are, more than where you are. So as a kid, I would always dream of having more and doing more and you know I was around I think I believe creativity is in my genes because my mom was a creative she was an artist I used to see drawings that she did in high school and she was a musician and she was also a beautician 
So she was an artist. She was a creative. And then my dad was in the military, but he was a chef. In the military, he would cook. So creativity was in my DNA, was in my genes. So as a kid, I would always dream of being an artist. And somehow my journey brought me to uh, the high school of fashion industries. And I, I, I had applied in junior high school. I had applied to art and design. I had applied to the high school of fashion. I had applied to Fiorello H. LaGuardia. And not really knowing what I wanted to do, just wanted to create. I got accepted to the high school of fashion in their visual merchandising and display uh, program. And just to fast forward a little bit. So I never wanted, it was never my desire to be in film and television and film festival in that whole world. So fast forwarding to yesterday. Um, a few months ago, I had the opportunity of doing my first few days as a set costumer for television. And I had got a call to go upstate to shoot for two days for a TV show called Manifest. And I remember I was sitting in the car and in the van. And, um, you know, you really wouldn't know that I was new to this in particular because I really didn't say much, really didn't have much. And I really didn't know what I was really doing, but I was very aware. I paid attention to everyone and the different personalities that were on the van. And, you know, there were makeup artists and hairstylists and other set costumers. And I didn't know anyone, but I played it cool. And I met a lot of great people in particular. There was one familiar face, and I would say face and hairstyle. There was a, a girl that I had seen before. I feel like I saw her somewhere before. But again, you know how it is when you're in an industry. You know, everyone looks familiar. So I was talking to this girl, you know, as we're on set within those two days. And, you know, we, we clicked and we connected. And so a part of the routine is to ask people that you meet, what else have you worked on? And in our our conversation, I said to her, well, you know, I've worked on the Americans and, you know, the family, and I've worked on um, uh, the path, and I've worked on the last OG, and I've worked on um, so many other shows. And, so she said, oh, the family. I mean, the Americans. And I was like, yeah, I worked in the Americans. She said, oh, I was just over there the other day. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you pick up a washing machine from my office? And she's like, yeah, me and my boyfriend, we, we. And I was like, that's where I know you from. I said, that is where I know you from. And it was so crazy because I kept saying, I know her from somewhere. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, 
I probably don't know her from anywhere. She just has a look that is familiar. But I knew there was something about her that I've seen before, that I've met before. So, needless to say, the two days went great. Um, we exchanged information. Yeah, we'll see each other around and, you know, whatever. So, fast forward to a few weeks ago, I got a call to work on a TV show called Elementary. And I get on set the first day. Who do I see? The same girl. So I'm like, this is the third time I'm meeting you. We family. I'm like, we family. I'm sorry. So, you know, we got the opportunity to work together again. And there was one particular evening where we were working together. And she would coach me and give me pointers because, again, I'm new to this. And... She coached me, she would give me pointers, and there was one in particular evening that, you know, I saw she kind of was a little bit, there was something different about her, and I was like, oh, okay, and in my mind, I thought, well, maybe, you know, she's a little upset with me because, um, you know, automatically when, when we feel things from people, we automatically, most times feel like it's something that we did, so automatically, I just thought, well, maybe it was something that I did, maybe... She felt like she was carrying me too much, or maybe she felt like whatever. But I kind of brushed it off. And then when I seen her again, it was all good. There was no issues or anything. But that always played in the back of my mind. And I always said I felt like there was something else going on, and I didn't really know what it was. So fast forward to a few weeks again. We were on set. For the TV show. And uh, she came on. I'd seen, seen her earlier that day. And then she came back. With a haircut. And the conversation was. Yeah this is just like a pre-cut. You know and I was like oh. Because I saw her and I was like wow. She cut her hair but it was such a busy day. Not until she mentioned it. That I realized oh wow. They gave her a haircut. Like you know at the hair and makeup counter. You know they gave her a little buzz. And I was like oh it looks good. And um, so fast forward again to a few weeks again, we're on set and she has a buzz cut, like his buzz, like shaved off. And I said, wow, it looks really good on you. I was actually on another show, um, Central Park Five, but we shoot in the same building. So she was walking through um, and she saw me and I was like, oh my God, I love it. It looks so good on you. I love the haircut. She's like, thank you so much. She said, um, well, you know, it's really not by choice. I had to do it before it started falling out. And I said, well, well, what's going on? She said, well, you know, um, a few years ago, I was battling some cancer. And she said, um, you know, it was in remission. You know, we took care of it. We got treated. And, you know, a few weeks ago, I just had a rough day, normal day, and, you know, I started coughing, and the cough wouldn't go away, and I just went in to get a checkup, and she said they found something, and they took a biopsy, and, you know, she said the cancer had metastasized, and it kind of spread to my lungs, and I said, wait a minute, you're battling cancer? And she was like, yeah. So I said, all right, because it was like a crazy day, and it was a lot to kind of go into it any deeper. So I said, we'll talk, we'll talk. So, um, we've been texting back and forth because I had to go away for five weeks. 
to work on a project and we've been texting back and forth. And she said, you know, um, when she goes in for treatment, usually the first eight days takes her all the way out and then she can get back to work. Mind you, our days are 12 hour days minimum. So this girl is in a fight and then still comes to work and works and does a great job at what she does. So I said, okay. I said, well, here's the thing. When is your next treatment? And she said, my next treatment is next Thursday. I said, okay, great. No problem. How about we talk on next Wednesday? Is it okay if I, if I call you and pray with you? And she said, absolutely. You can call and pray with me. I'd love that. So fast forward to last night, which is the whole point of this thought. You know, I called her and we got to talk and I had the opportunity to encourage her and to pray with her. And not, not like I was trying to give her a solution or not that I was trying to give her false hope, but just helping her, you know, praying with her and just talking to her, being an ear for her to talk about her experience and how she felt and what she feels and talk to her about hope and talk to her about prayer and relationship with God. Um, so it was just amazing. And for me, it brought me all the way back to the idea that I never planned to be in this industry. I never planned to meet these people. I never planned to be in this place. But can you imagine how God interrupts our plans? How he, he, he interrupts our plans and he rearranges our plans just so we can meet people along the way and plant seeds. Just for us to meet people and be in places where we can encourage someone and remind them that he loves them. I mean, it blew my mind because I said, I always say to myself, how do I end up in these places? How do I, how did I end up here? How did I end up in television? How did I end up in film festivals from selling tickets to the box, box office to start, it was started bar backing at, you know, over 10 years ago at a theater for selling tickets to now managing a portion of the festivals and you know how in the world did I get here and it is just amazing what a yielded life could do when you think about a yielded life and the amazing things that can happen the amazing lives that could be impacted because I'm not saying that I'm where I want to be and I'm not saying that I don't have what I want to have, or I have everything that I wanted to have. But what I'm saying is, when you yield your life and your journey to the Lord, when you put it in his hands, he will bring you to the places that he desires for you to be. And I'm not saying that the places that he desires for us to be is way off from my own desires. I'm a creative. I'm doing things and fields that I love. I love to create. I love to interact with people. So whether it's either one, whether it's creating, whether it's interacting with people, that's what I love to do. And I have the opportunity to do that and travel 
and meet people and be a light. You know, it really did something for me because sometimes we think it's about the money. Sometimes we think it's about our personal fulfillment. But most times it's really about the people that need to see you. Most times it's really about that person that you need to meet, that needs to see you doing something that you love. That person that needs to uh, to come in contact with you to be or get some sort of uh, encouragement about where they're supposed to go, what they're supposed to be doing. So it's not really about always us. Most of the times our lives are not about us. They're really about the people who we need to meet, the people who need to encounter us, the people who we need to encounter. So my thought for this morning was just really gratefulness and being yielded and really putting my life in God's hands and my plan and my will in his hands and my destiny in his hands because he knows not only where I need to be, but he knows the best route that I need to take. And even if that route includes some detours, He's calculated those detours into the arrival time. And he's calculated those detours. And he has made provision for every stop. And he has made provision for every every moment that seems idle. So don't give up. Don't get frustrated. Don't get disheartened. Don't get discouraged when things don't always go the way that you desire them to go. Because there's somebody who needs to see you. There's somebody who you need to meet. There's something that you have for someone else that they need in that detour. (sighs) Well, that's my thought for this morning, and I just wanted to get it out. I just wanted to share it. Hope someone is encouraged. This is the abbreviated version. But in the future... I will be doing this more often because I feel like I should be doing this every morning, just sharing my thought with you guys. Um, If anyone listens, they have any comments, they have any, uh, you know, responses, please respond, comment. I'll respond back. I'll answer back. This is still new to me, so I'm still trying to figure it out, and I'm not really sure how it will sound because of all of the noise in the background. But I'm just doing it because I needed to say what I say to myself every morning to a bunch of people who I feel might be able to benefit something from this. So this is our Salah on. And thank you so much for listening and hope you're encouraged. And remember, sometimes... A detour in your journey can be a ride on time for someone else. Have a great day, everyone. Peace out.